Hello and welcome to The Grove. Today we are going to talk through the zones included at launch and a major problem this will cause the Riot team developing the Riot MMO, no matter the zones they choose. You'll understand what I mean at the end once you have a complete picture. So during Netcrit's interview, we received the following to Netcrit's question on how much of the world will be coming at launch. The, the path for this MMO in the long term will have that full world of Runeterra realized. So for us, it's just a question of how we get there, what the steps are. Whether so this implies that we are not getting all of Runeterra, but it's an end goal with steps to get there. So what zones will be included at launch? To know this, I think we need to look at each zone and compare it with a couple of key factors to determine its likelihood of being included. Number one, will the world feel incomplete without it? Basically, if this zone is not included, will the world feel like it's missing something significant? Number two, location. Is it centrally located? Will players be required to fast travel if it is not included? Skipping around the map, which never feels great, and would take away the world feel. Players need to be able to travel between these zones fluidly without feeling like they are skipping dramatically across the map. Number three, expansion potential. Would this region generate a lot of hype as a standalone expansion? Now if 1 and 2 are yes, then it will be included and we do not need to ask number 3. If 1 and 2 are not both yes, then we ask number 3, and if 3 is no, then it will likely be included at launch, and if 3 is yes, then it will be held out for an expansion. So let's go through a couple obvious ones right off the bat and I think you'll understand what I mean. Noxus and Demacia. These will absolutely be included at launch. The world would feel very incomplete without them, and they're centrally located in Runeterra. They're a significant portion of Valoran, which I consider you know, central Runeterra. The heart of Runeterra is Valoran, in my opinion. Noxus and Demacia not only being significant in that region, but not really being able to include one without the other. Like to have Noxus and not Demacia, or to have Demacia and not Noxus when their stories are so intertwined, those to hold off either one for an expansion makes no sense. So I would say Noxus, Demacia guaranteed. On the other hand, let's look at Bandle City. Number one, will the world feel incomplete without Bandle City? Bandle City is not even in the material realm of Runeterra so the world would not feel empty without it. You may think the world would feel incomplete without Yordles, but Yordles spend generational lifetimes away from Bandle City within the material realm of Runeterra before returning. So not having Bandle City would definitely have no effect on whether you can play a Yordle at launch or not. Also, Bandle City bounces around the map, so regarding location, there really isn't one. There's portals that shift over time, and it's located in the spirit realm, not in the material realm. I do not see us exploring the spirit realm at launch, maybe a few side quests that merely discuss its existence. So for Bandle City, that's two no's. So we move on to question number three, expansion potential. I can definitely see an expansion where we discover the Bandlewood. Now the Bandlewood is a portal to Bandle City that stays rooted in a single location. We discover the Bandlewood and journey to Bandle City. I can see a lot of hype around it. People love Yordles and Bandle City can honestly be as big as they want it to be, right? They're not really going to be hindered by anything since we've never really seen a map. There can be a whole thing around reading and interpreting the language of the Yordles, which allow us to go through these otherworldly gateways, you know, fast traveling to old zones that may be explored in previous expansions. Bandle City can absolutely stand by itself, be a unique expansion all its own, and can be as big as they really want it to be. So now you should have a kind of a general understanding of the three questions, why I chose those and how we can use them to determine whether a zone will be included or not at launch for the ride MMO. Now let's look at Piltover. Number one, would the world feel incomplete without Piltover? In my opinion, it would. Arcane is how many people were first introduced to the world of Runeterra. They become familiar with Piltover and Zaun, and not including this portion of the map 
would honestly feel pretty empty. A lot of people may jump into the world of Runeterra and the first thing they're going to be looking for are those familiar characters and that, those familiar locations that they saw on the show. Not to mention for location, Piltover is also going to get a yes from me. Piltover is very centrally located, acting as that bridge between Valoran and southern Runeterra. So including Piltover at the start would be a great launching point for many of the other zones in the future. So Piltover, two yeses, will be included at launch. What about Zaun? Zaun is a little different. Would the world feel empty without Zaun? Now Zaun is kind of built into multiple levels. You have the promenade level, very superficial top, then you follow that by the entroso level, then the sump. Now just the first level, the promenade level, in my opinion, is enough to make Zaun's presence felt at launch. I don't think you can do Zaun justice by including it at launch and having all the way down to the sump level. It can absolutely be an expansion, just including the promenade level, that very superficial portion that's pretty close to Piltover. That'll be enough to make Zaun known, presence, you can see some of the characters there, that kind of thing. And in terms of location, Zaun is just under Piltover. It's not needed with regard to traversal across from Terra, similar to the way Piltover is. So we got two no's for Zaun. Now let's look at three. Would Zaun make a great standalone expansion? Zaun would make an amazing expansion all its own. You can limit access to the Entroso level and deeper levels of Zaun in plenty of organic ways. You can have a toxic smog that you can't go through. Maybe chem barons are not allowing access to the deeper levels. Um, creatures like Warwick find you and kill you if you try to explore too deep. It'd be easy to block off the deeper levels of Zaun for future expansions, and Zaun would generate a lot of hype as a standalone. I mean, I'm, I can honestly call it right now, Echo is going to be significant in the expansion, maybe even on the cover art. Next up, Ishtal. So would the world feel empty without Ishtal? Let's keep in mind with Ishtal that the mages of Ishtal survived the void and later the darken by distancing themselves from their neighbors, drawing the wilderness around them like a shield. Now there are lore comics such as At the Edge of the World and Fit to Rule, links to those in the bio, that discuss just how dangerous and alive that wilderness really is. Ishtal has been secluded in the jungle for thousands of years and they use their powerful magic to keep intruders at bay. So no one is exploring Ishtal right now. It wouldn't feel weird that it wasn't included. I mean, it's hidden in a mysterious jungle that characters are unable to access. Is it centrally located though? In my opinion, yes, Ishtal is centrally located, but ports are enough to include to make traversal around Ishtal not a problem. You have the Serpentine Delta next to Bilgewater. Also with Noxus, you have a number of port cities in northern Shurima, which voluntarily assimilated into the Empire. You can absolutely traverse around Ishtal without needing to go through Ishtal. It can just maintain this mysterious place, which it already is in the lore. So with one no and one yes, we move on to number three. Would Ishtal make a great expansion? Ishtal would absolutely make a great expansion. They could really go anywhere with Ishtal, being a mysterious unexplored jungle. New class uses elemental magic known to the people of Ishtal as the Axiomata. Not to mention the dragons. I mean, who doesn't like dragons, right? Scattered throughout Ishtal are home to a surprising number of dragons, and these creatures have not fought alongside mortals since the last days of Shurama's war against the Void. Now, for the most part, they seem content to be left alone, but we could definitely see a threat arising where we have to journey to Ishtal and recruit these dragons and explore the different arcologies in this uninhabited wilderness. Absolute big win. I mean, Ishtal is going to be an expansion, will not be included at launch. Shurima. Shurima, in my opinion, I mean, would the world feel empty without Shurima? It's a desert, right? I don't think the world would feel empty without Shurima, but that said, it is a significant portion of the map. Shurima is a big part of Southern Runeterra, with port cities connecting back to Noxus. It's a great leaping off point to other nearby zones. So I would say for would the world feel empty without Shurima? No, not really. But is it centrally located? What about its location? Is it a significant portion of the map that you can't really get around? I would say yes. 
So we have to move on to number three. Would Shurima make a great expansion? While I am a fan, I don't think it could hold its own as a standalone expansion. While Shurima itself is an awesome zone with some great characters, the zone itself isn't really where the story is coming from. Shurima's story stems from Targon and Akathia. I don't think there's enough there to hold its own and can't see people getting excited for just like a desert expansion. It's better just to include it at launch and use it as a stepping stone. Shirima's lore really comes from the past, not from the present. It, right now it's just like a desolate desert with uh, a giant sun disk in the middle and Azir's come back, it's great, but there's not enough there to just make it its own. I can see us exploring Shirima more as the story goes on, but making it its own thing does not seem worth it to me. And similar to Piltover, Shirima would have to be included before a lot of other zones. So let's move on easily from Shirima to Targon. Now would the world feel empty without Targon? While Targon's story is key to the world of Runeterra, the actual place itself is not a significant portion of the map. Seeing it in the distance would be enough to feel Targon's presence and some aspect of Targon can bleed over into Shurima. Now what about location? Honestly, it's a giant mountain off the coast, it has no effect on world travel whatsoever. So two no's for Targon in question one and question two. Would Targon make a great expansion? Targon's story is massive and would generate a ton of hype as a standalone expansion. There's so much story with the Solari, the Lunari, mysterious peak of Mount Targon itself, they ascended, and I could absolutely see us exploring Shurima, seeing Targon off in the distance and wanting to go there, but being blocked by maybe desert or mountains, some environmental factor. Eventually the ascended in Shurima, Azir has a story that links back to Targon and the expansion begins. And you may be thinking Targon is not big enough regardless of its verticality. But Targon's story extends into the oceans around Targon as well. The Marai territory is underwater just off the coast and its story heavily intertwines with Targon. If you don't know who the Marai are, the Marai are a water-dwelling form of Vistaya. They resemble a mix between humans and fish. A Marai character you may be familiar with is Nami. I'll link to the video for her short story Into the Abyss in the bio which gets to a pretty dark place with regard to the void. But this would be a great patch where we would go and explore the underwater world of Runeterra alongside the Marai people and Nami. And 100% I'll call this one, Tarek being a neutral Runeterra character could definitely be our guide into this expansion. So Targon, expansion. What about Akathia? Would the world feel empty without Akathia? Now a little bit about Akathia, a great and terrible battle was fought against the void before the walls of ancient Akathia. In the aftermath, the land all around the damn city became deserted wastes and its very existence was struck from the maps of Shurima. It was hoped, perhaps foolishly, that the horrors unleashed there would eventually be forgotten. It's not even on the maps in Shurima, and people hope we forget about it altogether. The world would not feel empty without Akathia, and some void quests can easily bleed into Shurima to hint at its presence. What about location? Akathia is at the southern tip of Shurima and off to the side, it would not affect world travel in Runeterra whatsoever. So two no's for Akathia. So what about Akathia regarding an expansion? Akathia would make an awesome void themed expansion. Not to mention Zillion. And if you don't know Zillion, he is an unmatched time bending wizard like no other in Runeterra. Once a member of Akathia's governing council, Zillion is a prodigious elemental mage who seeks mastery over time itself. After using his powers in an attempt to save his people from the void, he's now adrift through the past, present and future, bending and warping the flow around him. Zillion has traveled from Runeterra's mysterious creation all the way to its seemingly inevitable ending, searching tirelessly for any strand of fate that might undo his homeland's destruction. I can absolutely see an expansion with Zillion finally appearing and us helping to save Akathia from the void threat, going back to this war all the way in the past and being a part of it and experiencing it in the game. Akathia, 100% not included at launch, will be an expansion, desolate wasteland, not even on the maps. Similar to Akathia being a place that's not so great right now, 
the Shadow Isles. Would the world feel empty without the Shadow Isles? Well, given that there's a malevolent black mist permanently shrouding the Isles and people who travel there almost never return, it is not a requirement at launch for the world to feel complete. What about location? The Shadow Isles are an island south of Bilgewater. It'll have no effect on travel. So two no's, question one and two for Shadow Isles. Question three, would it make a great expansion? The Shadow Isles is easily a W for an expansion. It's an island, can be as big as they want it. It would generate a massive amount of hype with known big bads such as Vigo and Thresh, easy new class. Shadow Isles will absolutely be an expansion, not included at launch. Next up, Bilgewater. Would Bilgewater being missing make the world feel incomplete? There is something to be said about just how unique Bilgewater is. It, it can really act as that hub where, you know, all people come together from different factions to congregate. For example, you know, your buddy from Demacia is not about to come meet you in Central Noxus. But Bilgewater would be a great meeting place for these groups to congregate. So there's something to be said about its uniqueness. I do feel like there would be something missing without Bilgewater. But is Bilgewater centrally located? I would say no. One, it's a port city, it's an island, it's not required for travel whatsoever. It would also need to be included prior to exploring Shadow Isles and Ishtar, which we already said are going to be expansion. It does not have an immediate effect on travel and would need to be included before those, So, but no for location. What about number three? Would Bilgewater make a great expansion? I can definitely see Bilgewater being a great expansion, you know, exploring Nagakaboros. Uh, people love pirates. But at the same time, I don't see a whole expansion about greedy pirates being enough to sell people. Bilgewater is really just a great stepping stone and a hub in my opinion. It's, it's, it's a great stepping stone to Ishtal, great stepping stone to Shadow Isles, and it's better to just be included at launch, and it's a great place to congregate for players. Bilgewater being included will also help you feel the Shadow Isles presence despite it not being in the map with events like the Harrowings. And the Harrowings are where the black mist around the Shadow Isles reaches out across the seas and the spirits of the dead go with it. The Harrowings frequently strike Bilgewater. So I could absolutely see, you know, Bilgewater, it's in the game. You start seeing some Harrowings and that eventually leads into the Shadow Isles expansion. All right, next up we got Freljord. Now, would the world feel empty without the Freljord? The Freljord is definitely a significant portion of Northern Valoran. Now to separate that whole section of the world off organically may be difficult, especially because I can guarantee you, you're gonna get Noxus and Demacia. So you could do a simple, you know, mountain range blocking it out. Perhaps you die from the cold, not sure how, but this is a significant portion of the map to not include right next to Noxus and Demacia. Now what about location? Freljord is pretty isolated in Northern Valoran and would not affect travel across Runeterra whatsoever. So we have a yes for one, a no for two. What about number three? Would the Freljord make a great expansion? Now the Freljord has the Watchers, the Howling Abyss, Frostguard Citadel. It would be a great expansion with a ton of hype around it. You have true ice and maybe like a new crafting system where you're crafting gear and infusing true ice into it. If you want to learn more about Frostguard and the Watchers, I recommend you watch my videos covering the short stories Legend of the Frozen Watchers and Eye in the Abyss. Links in the description below. But Freljord would absolutely be able to hold its own as a standalone expansion and I feel it would be difficult to include something so massive and do it well at launch. Like a lot of the zones that I've been saying that you do include are not really overshadowing any of the other zones. I feel like if you include Freljord, there's so much story there, especially with the Watchers, those being the big bads of the Void on Runeterra, that it would really overshadow a lot of the other zones and it would become, instead of a launch and welcome to the world of Runeterra kind of thing, it would be more about the Freljord. So Freljord, I think they're gonna find a, a unique way to kind of section it off from Demacia and Noxus, hopefully something organic, you know, I, I don't think we'd have to worry about an invisible wall. I'd be very surprised if they do something like that. But Freljord isolated off. I don't think it'll be included at launch. It'll be an expansion. All right, last zone, Ionia. Would the world feel incomplete without Ionia? 
I do think there would be something missing without Ionia. There's a lot of lore there. That's where the Vestaya come from, a ton of history. It's a massive portion of the world. So yes, I do think the world would feel incomplete without Ionia. That said, is Ionia centrally located? It's an island and would have no effect on travel, so definitely just get a no for location. So we have to move on to question three. Would Ionia make a great expansion? In my opinion, Ionia would generate a lot of hype as a standalone expansion. A little about Ionia, let's go back around 9,000 years before Noxus, before Freljord, this we're talking literally just after the formation of Runeterra. The mortals lived in harmony with nature until a race of titans came from the skies and waged war against them. Some enlightened mortals took the power of the spirit realm into themselves becoming Vestaya Shirei, which are the first Vestaya. Vestaya come from Vestaya Shirei who bred with mortals after the war. So Ionia could be a great time when they release that to start exploring a lot more of the spirit realm. Not to mention we said Noxus will be included, and with the Noxus-Ionia conflict, that would be a great leaping off point into the Ionia expansion. There's just a ton of stuff to explore there, like there's the Order of Shadows, there's ninjas everywhere, the dreaming tree, jeweled protectors, and the theme is so high fantasy, I feel it's an easy expansion win. There's so much to Ionia, it would be extremely difficult to include it all at launch and do it well. Ionia is just a massive, massive archipelago. So for Ionia, will not be included at launch, held off for an expansion. So let's go through the list, and then I'll explain the problem this might cause for the Riot team. What zones are very likely to be included? I mean, I'm talking these ones are guaranteed 100% they're going to be in at launch. I'd say Demacia, Noxus, and Piltover. Next are zones I think are likely to be included, but I'm not as confident as I am with the others. These are Shurima and Bilgewater. I definitely think we're going to get one, if not both, just because I do feel like the world would be incomplete with just Demacia, Noxus, and Piltover. Next, zones which are likely not to be included. I'm not going to guarantee these won't be included, but it's likely that they won't be included and will be saved for an expansion. These are Ishtal, Ionia, Targon, and Freljord. Now these zones do have a chance, they may be included, but would do great as a standalone expansion and I believe will likely be saved. Finally, zones that are very likely not to be included. I'm as confident on these as I am on Demacia, Noxus, and Piltover being included. These are Zaun, the Shadow Isles, Vandal City, and Akathia. So if I had to guess which zones are coming out at launch, I would say Demacia, Noxus, Piltover, the very superficial level of Zaun, talking the promenade level, Shurima, with a hub city located in Bilgewater. Now for the major problem this direction will cause for the Riot team developing the Runeterra MMO. My favorite zones are Ionia and Freljord. So naturally the classes that I would want to play stem from the lore of those zones. I would love to play a spirit walker like Udyr, communing with all the spirits of the Freljord and transforming their ethereal energy into a primal fighting style, or some nature-centric druid or monk in Ionia studying under Ivern or Lee Sin. Now that's what I want, but you can tell from my list that it wasn't biased based on preference because I said both of these zones will likely be saved for later expansions due to just how large a scope they both have. However, because these zones are not included, it would be difficult to include these classes. Sure, Runeterra is a world and you could play a character like Yasuo who is from Ionia but traveling the world, so you could be a monk from Ionia just starting somewhere else, but the lore would have to be stretched a bit to accomplish this. Perhaps a starting zone, a small section of Ionia isolated before you begin your journey to the rest of Runeterra which has already been built out. Same for Freljord Shaman, you begin your journey meeting Udyr, learning the ways of the Spirit Walker, but then immediately and very early on you leave for the rest of Runeterra to help with something and you don't go back to explore the Freljord until the expansion. That's just the way that I thought to solve it, but this is definitely a problem which would need to be solved because I don't think you have enough fun and unique classes to make the launch as exciting as it could be with just the zones I mentioned. So what do you think? 
Am I right about which zones will be included and which won't? Is there something in my list that you would change? Let me know in the comment section below. As we wait for the ride on Mo, don't forget to like and subscribe for Runeterra news and lore. Thanks for watching, and I will see you in the next one.